Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll take you to a haunted love hotel and we'll fill you in on the exciting new eel drink. Stay tuned for episode 143, What to Say to a Talking Cock. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. So, Jen, true or false? Okay. Barack Obama is going to be the next president of the United States of America. <laughs> well, it seems like that would be true. Right on! Right on! Yes, congratulations, you are correct. Barack Obama, after the spectacular speech in the stadium where my my hometown boys play football, the Denver Broncos, <laughs> Okay. In, in front of a crowd of about a million people. Really? Yeah, in the stadium. It's one of the bigger stadiums in the I, U.S. Well, it yeah, a million people. Holds a million people. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And in front of a nationwide audience of three billion. Yeah, that's... Uh, there are three billion people in the U.S. Oh, uh, yeah. The population yeah. is rapidly expanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Huge numbers of people yes. were, were uh, just, uh, uh, I would say, awestruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, did, it made the news here, that's for sure, in Japan. People are excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's only 10 people in the whole world <laughs> that uh, would like to see the, the old guy win. Mm, it, yeah. se- it seems that way. But now that he's got a running mate who was president of the PTA, I think uh, maybe he has a better chance. Now, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. Um, his announcement that he is uh, selecting Sarah Palin was met with a uh, resounding Sarah who? <laughs> <laughs> What's a Sarah Palin? Yeah. Alaska? Is that part of the USA? Now? Come on now. That's not It's not nice. even connected to the rest of the country. That's not nice. It's no. up there by Russia. There's <laughs> <laughs> just the Bering Strait separating. Now, now. Oh, that reminds yeah. me. There, Hawaii, too, is not connected to the states Well, either. yeah, but it will be someday. <laughs> <laughs> I see. The, uh, the goofball that uh, is on that Fox Morning program, Steve Ducey, that's his name. Okay. He... Uh, pontificated the other day that, uh, golly gosh, uh, Sarah Palin has plenty of foreign policy experience because if you look at the map, you can see Alaska is, you know, right next to Russia. <laughs> so obviously she knows all about all that stuff. Oh, yeah, all yeah. about that mm-hmm. Russian stuff. He's a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I am psyched after watching the Dem convention. It was uh, uh, quite inspiring. And we're ready to go. We're ready to fight. We're going to we're gonna yeah. take over. Well, the country. yeah. I hope. I hope it all works out. It's gonna be a bloodless coup. <laughs> yeah, I hope it works <laughs> out. I don't know. I'm. I'm still in shock over the last election. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that Bush actually won. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Really, I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was shocked. The highlight, of course, of the Barack speech was when he yelled mm. in a in a guttural voice, "Enough!" <laughs> That's going to be the rallying cry. Enough. We've had enough. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Oh. Okay. We better keep going or all the Republicans are going to tune out. 
True enough. Yeah, we don't want to do that because we love our Republican listeners. Yeah. So welcome, everyone, to episode 143 of Planet Japan. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Jennifer Biggers. Well, you know what? Uh, We're going to spend a little time uh, on our email because we got a ton of email. Well, we asked for it, didn't we? Yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly got some. Because people took us up on it, and we've been flooded with with love from around the world. Well, it's... It's good. It's, it's good. Nice. It's all. It's, good. it's all good. It's all good. Thank you very much for yeah. your email. Now we don't have time to run through all of these, but we're going to kind of touch on some of the sure. more interesting parts of them. Okay. Our friend um, Brevard Smith, who we interviewed uh, probably a couple of years ago. Okay. He's in the Navy and he's stationed over here in uh, Iwakuni. Okay. Yeah, and he wrote to tell us about a really cool uh, kind of haunted hotel. Well, yeah, it sounds really interesting. That he found. Yeah, and the name of the hotel is? The Christmas Hotel. Christmas Hotel, Haunted Christmas. Exactly. He says it had these uh, big spiders and spider webs everywhere, and it felt like a horror movie inside. Wow. Even Santa looked scary. Yeah, well, what it sounds like, it sounds like a a love hotel that has... Oh, you think so? Yeah, gone gone under, gone out ah. of business, and d- been deserted for years. I think you might be right. Probably yeah. right. He says, um, I went towards the elevator, but I was too scared to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as the place looked, I did not trust the elevator. <laughs> well, you know, you do have to put a lot of trust in elevators. You know, that's some machinery that can mess you up. Well, yeah, you, know? you don't want to get into any elevator that's, that's in a hotel that's been abandoned for 10 years, probably, because <laughs> they probably don't do the whole safety check thing. Exactly. You can yeah. just plunge to your death. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Brevard. Um, we got an email from one of our new Facebook uh, listeners. Hey, all right. Facebook campaign. Great. His name is Garrett, and he's from Buffalo, New York. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. And uh, he's interested in coming over to Japan to teach English. Ah. So he's kind of uh, wanting to pick our brain a little bit about, uh, you know, what's the best way to go about doing that. Yeah. Well, actually, (laughs) there... I, I personally think that there's some better job opportunities in China right now than uh-huh. Japan. Japan has a lot of foreigners living here, and a lot of foreigners are staying. They're not, you know, they're not, the, the turnover rate is much lower than it used to be. So if you are thinking about coming to Japan, uh, the, the, the money is not as good as it used to be, and they are looking for a little bit more high caliber. So, you know, try to, try. I, my, my opinion is, that you should get at least a CELTA or some kind of uh, ESL teaching certificate mm-hmm. or uh, do some volunteer work or, you know, have some experience before you come over. So you're saying that uh, whereas maybe 10 years ago anybody with a university degree could pretty easily find a job, it's yeah. not, not as easy these days? Yeah, I, yes, it's not as easy. Um, but if you're, one, if you're wanting to work in just the they call them Ekaiwa schools, just the language schools. There's, you can still get a job with only a degree, mm-hmm. a college yeah. degree. Probably the best way to go about doing that is just to go to the websites of these schools. Right. And you can apply right online. That's true. And a lot of these schools actually recruit in the U.S. Yep, yep, that's true. So if you can get everything taken care of before you come over, which is what I did when I first came over, mm-hmm. it's much, uh, much easier and yeah. much less uh, stressful. Yeah, especially if you don't speak any Japanese, I would recommend doing it that way. Yeah, but the money is not as good as if you can get a job directly with a school. But if you want to do that, you're going to need a little bit more. You mean a public school? Yeah. 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 
But uh, if you want to go the uh, A Kiowa route, uh, the schools that you want to Google are Eon. That's A E O N. Okay. Geos. G E O S. Yep. ECC is probably another mm, good one. Yeah, ECC is good. There's also uh, a program that uh, the Ministry of Education puts out. It's called the JET program. Very popular. Yeah, it's very popular. That that is they're they're still doing a lot of hiring, and uh, although they were expanding for a while, but now they're not. And so, well, the program isn't as prolific as it used to be, but uh, you can still get a, a, a really good job mm-hmm. through through JET. But it takes a whole year to apply, so you need to start, I guess, now. You apply, and then you have to wait uh, until February and see if you get an interview or not. And then you have to do the interview, wow. and then that you're selected. You'll they'll let you know around April, I think, if you're selected. So it takes a whole year to apply. And you can do all that online, I suspect. Yeah, just look up Jet Program online. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have to fill out a lot of paperwork, but so mm-hmm. you know, be prepared to do that. Okay. But, yeah. Starting salary for an Akaiwa teacher these days is still. What it was when I first started, I suspect about two hundred and fifty thousand. Yep, that's that right. right. That that's still uh, jet is higher. That's mm-hmm. about three hundred thousand. Okay, that's um, about three thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the money isn't going to go as far as it used to. You know, right? You know, but yeah. that's just the economy. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. I hope yeah. that information is helpful. And uh, if he makes it over to Japan, maybe he'll stop in and say hello. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Garrett. Okay. Well, you know, in our last show, we talked about uh, the Olympics and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and the fact that I thought badminton was kind of a goofy sport. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, our friend Kevin in uh, DeKalb, Illinois, has taken exception to my uh, well, opinion. Well, him and, you know, the entire nation of China. <laughs> I mean, come on now. So, uh, yeah, he says um, he watched a little bit of the uh, badminton on TV, and he was amazed at the speed and skill, he says. Well, yeah, that's true. I, you know, it, It's kind of amazing, but... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just because you're not interested in the sport doesn't mean that it's I, not. I actually did watch it uh, yeah. for a couple of minutes <laughs> before changing the channel. Oh, it's interesting. I like badminton. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, yeah. He's, he's standing up for badminton. That's good. That you, yeah, that's that he good. Feels I'm, I'm glad that the yeah. tide is turning in America. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of the Olympics, our friend Shane in uh, Singapore oh, yes, yes. writes to us to report that... Uh, He's excited because Singapore has finally won an Olympic medal after 48 years. Wow. In table tennis. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. And guess where the athletes <laughs> uh, came from? From China. From China. Yeah. America's yeah. doing the same thing. They're importing sports people <laughs> from around the world. Yep. He says they have uh, moved to Singapore, and uh, one of them apparently won a, a silver medal in uh, the table tennis team event. Anyway, yeah, he's um, he gave us the rundown on... Uh, all the money they get paid when they come home. And uh, he says, it's kind of obvious to me that they're in it for the money and not for the glory. Well. Not for the ping pong glory. Well, they, I mean, these people are amateurs. They don't make any money anyway. I mean, they de- they're devoting their entire life to a you know, sport. Of course, they want some money. And uh, then he, he tells us, uh, and this is kind of interesting, he was actually in two movies right there in Singapore. Wow. One of our listeners is a movie star. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He says um, one of the movies was called Talking Cock the Movie. <laughs> yeah, baby! Which I'm pretty sure is a porno flick. <laughs> it's got to be with the it sounds name like, like it. Talking Cock the Movie. And Singapore Dreaming. They are both, he says, uh, affiliated with TalkingCock.com. 
<laughs> well, check it out, guys. We did check it out, yeah. and it's a it's a humor website. It's right. not porn at all. No, no, he was not in a porn movie, and we apologize for sullying his reputation right here on Planet <laughs> Japan. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, well, there you go. We have a, a movie star in our audience. Wow. Yeah. If you want to see what's funny, to you know. People in Singapore, yeah. talkingcock.com. There you go. Check That's it out. That's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Go over there. Where you can actually see a, a talking rooster. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You don't see a lot of talking roosters. You know they only know three words, cock, cock. a doodle, and, and do. Unless they're Japanese, which they say koki koko. Well, there you go. The Japanese accent kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. All Japanese animals have a different language. Yeah. Well, actually, around the world, it's... They're all different. Yeah, we should have a convention of some sort and decide exactly what the animals <laughs> are saying. You know, in Japan, a, a dog doesn't say uh, "bow wow." That's right. He it's says "wan wan wan wan." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who who knew? Wan wan. Who knew they spoke languages? Yeah. I've never actually heard a dog say either one of those words. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. <laughs> so, thank you, Shane. Nice to hear from Shane again. Our friend Tokyo Dan over at the What's Happening in Tokyo podcast. Right, right. He sent along a note, and uh, he apparently thinks you're kind of cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He says, uh, I wanted to mention that Jen is great. Wow. He says, you two are really natural and compliment each other very well on the show, and he loves your great laugh. Really? He says it's very cute. That's a, that's amazing. Most yeah. people think that my laugh is completely annoying. It is. I think it's a little annoying. Yeah, the yeah. show? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Give us a little laugh. <laughs> that's not right. Sorry. I can't do it. No, that was cute. Was it? That was kind of cute. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, uh, he says uh, that you sound like you have a good sense of humor. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I think it, you are kind of wacky. Sometimes. That's good. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is a good thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Tokyo Dan also did a very nice thing. He went over to um, a website called widgetbox.com and made a, a widget for Planet Japan and put it right there on his website. Oh, a widget? What's a, a widget? widget. It's a little uh, application you can put on your website uh, so people can access the Planet Japan right from his website very easily. Oh, one of the, okay, like a link. It, well, no, it's not a link. It's, it's a widget. Okay. It's a widget, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's more than just a Tech link. Tech boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we would encourage any of our listeners who uh, would like to put this particular widget on their website or blog or whatever uh-huh. they have going on. Yeah. Or their Facebook page or whatever. Right. Uh, it, it would uh, help us to build our audience and we would be eternally grateful. Yeah, widget away. Yeah. All you have to do, of course, is go over to the What's Happening in Tokyo site, which uh-huh. is dot uh, info. Okay. Yeah. And you'll see the Planet Japan widget, and uh, right on the bottom of the widget it says, get this widget. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty easy. Yeah, and then you get the uh, the code that you can embed oh. into your website. I see, okay. Yeah. I'll well, put a link over on uh, the planetjapan.org site in uh-huh. the show notes, and people can jump right over there. Okay, great. If you do put the widget on your site, you know, give us an email, let us know. Sure. We'll talk about you on the show, and you'll become famous. Right. Yeah. You'll have so many friends. That'd be cool. And people will think you're cool. You scratch our back, <laughs> and we'll we'll go ahead and scratch yours. Okay. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Mr. Dan. Yes, thanks a lot. Tokyo Dan. Our friend Diane up in uh, Washington mm-hmm. sent along a little note to let us know that a sixth foot has walked ashore. <laughs> In the Pacific Northwest. Oh, man. I've heard about this story. These yeah. feet are washing up on the shores yeah. of, you know, 
British Columbia and Washington. Yeah, that whole northwest area. Yeah. Most of them, I think, in Vancouver area. Okay. Yeah, but right. now there's one in Washington State, and uh, it's kind of a mystery. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. They think it may be that there is a uh, an unusual person that uh, has never been seen before, someone with six feet, <laughs> and that he met a horrible accident or something. And, yeah. Yeah. But only feet. Either that or somebody just... Uh, you know, had a, a foot collection at home. They went out <laughs> on their boat one day and, uh, and lost accidentally got, you know, yeah. dumped them overboard. Huh. Huh. It's, Only feet. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Yeah. yeah. No noses or fingers. No, just feet. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope they solved that. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I know. unsettling. It's, it is. It's a little bit yeah. okay. creepy. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, we finally got an email from our friend Joe Black. Hey, Joe. In Iraq. Awesome. Yeah, he wrote to say that uh, he's doing just great and that um, he's headed uh, up north to meet with his new unit. And he says, the good news is that there will be no armor this summer and all the AC that I want. I'm working in a very nice medical center and learning more about the pharmacy. Well, wonderful. Yeah, so he sounds like uh, things are going good. Yeah, sounds nice. But here's the coolest part of his email. He says, as of recently, I have decided that I'm going to vote for Barack Obama. Wow. He says, you got me thinking about it when I was in Okayama. <laughs> then I got back here and I started researching it more, and uh, I've decided he's the guy I'm going to vote for. Well, that's pretty interesting. That's, that's great. I know. Yeah. You know, you never know what you can do, you know, or how you influence people that's around right. you. It's really interesting. So uh, Barack Obama, if he wins by one vote, can thank us for <laughs> For his victory. <laughs> uh, us and Joe, and of Joe, course. Yeah, sure, of course. So good to hear from Joe. Thank you very much. And that's it for our email. Yeah. And we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to go. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay. Well, thanks to everyone for uh, for writing in. And, yeah, uh, thanks a lot. Keep those cards and letters coming. If you want to put a little cash in them, uh, that's fine, too. <laughs> Well, you know, it's time once again for uh, the Planet Japan Tech Corner. Great. In which we take a look at some of the exciting new technological innovations coming out of Japan. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start yeah. with something called the Wallet Phone. Okay. Which uh, apparently has been around for quite some time. It's here been around for years. In Japan, in but Japan, is yeah. only now making its way over to the shores of the United States. So our friends over in the U.S. can uh, look forward to the wallet phone coming soon. And the wallet phone, of course, is... It's like a debit card, basically, is what it is. But it's on your cell phone. But it's on your cell phone. Yeah. So you could, you, all you need to do is carry around your cell phone, and you can use it like a debit card. At Cash Register, they have a little machine where you, you know, put your card up against it, and, you know, the transaction takes place. It's the same thing with your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You just hold up your cell yeah. phone, and you're out of the store. Yeah, but I don't know if that's really going to fly so much in the states because because they do use debit cards in Japan they don't it's a country that doesn't really use credit cards or debit cards it's a cash based pretty much yeah, yeah. Um, country and so the the wallet cell phone has really sort of taken off here some people think we may indeed though be on our way to a cashless society yeah, I think it makes a lot of people nervous because they like because they like, <laughs> they to, like have, to, to look at it and touch it like yeah. mine. But <laughs> yeah, play with it. But you know, really, you don't need it. <laughs> you don't need it, and it costs money to make, and exactly. you know, people forge yeah. it. It's a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, you can get in and out of a store, though, a lot faster if you got a wallet phone on your cell phone than mm-hmm. if you have to fumble around with cash and get the change back and right. do all that stuff. Exactly, and you know, mistakes can be made. Lines will know. be lines will be going through a lot faster. And, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, use your cell phone to pay for everything. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And then uh, it's kind of a goofy one that uh, you brought to my attention, uh, <laughs> a new way that uh, Japanese scientists have come up with to ensure that you don't lose things. Anymore. Right. If you're one of these people who can never remember their car keys or where, where you placed your car keys or, I don't know, your cell phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is going to be more your cat. and more. Oh, your cat. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Your cat. Yeah. yeah. I lose my cat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, they, it, there's these special glasses and it's got, they've got a small camera mounted on the glasses. So supposedly what, you're, what you need to do is you go around and look, physically look at things in your apartment, like your car keys and, you know, your wallet. And you, <laughs> you go around and look at them, and the camera will take a picture uh-huh. of of the, uh, the right. object. Sure. And if you actually, after spending all that time and effort, if you actually really do <laughs> <laughs> lose your keys or your wallet, you can bring it up on the, on the camera. It'll run the video back. And, and, and you go, oh, there it is. Yeah, and yeah. show you exactly where you've... Now, what happens if you had moved it since the last time you took a video of it? <laughs> yeah, see, this is, it's, it's just really silly. It's kind it of is, goofy. It is yeah. kind of a goofy invention. Yeah, I think yeah. you just eat more carrots and improve your memory, you'll be fine. Well, exactly. Or just uh, organize your life a little better and have, you know, a place for everything and everything in its place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried that. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> it doesn't work for <laughs> It doesn't work at all. <laughs> Uh, okay, but apparently they're serious about this. Uh, yeah, they're serious. They made yeah. it. They've not only thought about it a uh-huh. lot; they've actually made it. We'll put a picture on the uh, on the website. It's kind of a goofy looking thing. Yeah, like yeah. you're ever going to wear these special <laughs> goggles. <laughs> and that's this week's tech corner. Thank oh, you very much. Okay, there yeah. we go. Well, okay, it's time for uh, what is rapidly becoming uh, everybody's uh, second favorite thing on Planet <laughs> Japan, and that, of course, is the Ego a Go-Go. Go-Go. Where we fill people in on uh, the fact that most of the English language actually was borrowed from the Japanese language. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's rapidly reversing. You Every, think so? Yeah, everything's yeah. becoming katakanaized here. Exactly. Katakana is the Japanese way of pronouncing English words. This week's uh, Ego Gogo is karaoke. Oh, everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody knows that karaoke is is a Japanese word. I suspect. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. And it's a Japanese uh, phenomenon that was uh, imported by the U.S. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. But we just uh, I found a couple interesting things about uh, this phenomenon. All right. One, of course, is the fact that uh, the American pronunciation of this word is it's kind of goofy. Yeah, it's wrong. Karaoke. Yeah, karaoke. Yeah. That's, that's silly. The correct pronunciation is... Karaoke. The Japanese pronunciation, yeah. yeah. Karaoke. Mm, Kara meaning... Meaning emptiness. Emptiness. Mm-hmm. And oke... Which is a shortened version of orchestra. Orchestra, or in uh, Japanese... Orchestra. Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's, I think it's kind of interesting the way uh, they've taken an English word, orchestra, right? turned it into a Japanese word. Right. And uh, the Japanese word has now uh, become part of the English language, uh, karaoke. Completing the cycle. <laughs> Completing the cycle of life. <laughs> yep. It's inspiring. It is. It's interesting. Yeah. 
there is a bit of a difference between karaoke here, which is mostly done in private rooms. That's right. Uh, and in the U.S., which is mostly done in bars. Yeah, in front on of... On a special night or something. Right, in front of, like, the entire, like, the whole bar will right. we'll, we'll watch you sing, which yeah. is not the way it's done here. No, we have, like, little private groups, mm-hmm. small or largish, but they're all in a yeah. private room. And yeah, you get your own room and yeah. your own TV set. And they have these huge buildings with, like, a hundred different private rooms. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're also very good for making out in. Yeah, they're, they're used... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, probably yeah. m- even maybe more. No, no. You don't that's, think? that's a love hotel. Well, yeah, but it's cheaper than a love hotel. <laughs> and I've heard that uh, some certain uh, shenanigans go on there. I'm sure they do. With these crazy young people I'm, these days. I'm sure they do. Yeah. So when you go to a karaoke box, be sure you take along some handy wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you want to make sure everything, you know, sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's this week's Ego Go Go. Go. There it goes. Well, up next is uh, a, a kind of a new uh, segment called uh, The Food Corner. <laughs> the Food Corner. <laughs> We're going to uh, take a look at a uh, couple of food and drink stories. Okay. First up is a, a brand new energy drink. We love energy drinks in Japan. Oh, yes. This one sounds very delicious. It's awesome. What is it? In the summertime, uh, Japanese people like to eat eel. Oh, sure. Because uh, it has supposedly has a lot of B vitamins, which uh, you sweat out of your body. Uh-huh. So it's the summertime, and so you replenish your B vitamins by eating eel. Sure. And uh, the eel prices have gone up significantly recently and so people are not buying as much eel as before oh no yeah and then there's been a a whole bunch of problems with the imports from china Uh, they've put chemicals in their eel so people are not buying the chinese eel it's an eel crisis yeah because they have a special day that they eat eel on oh really yeah eel day yeah actually it's called ox day (laughs) Makes <laughs> perfect sense. I, I don't understand that either. I think it's from a long ago. Ox was some sort of, I don't know. Oxymoron. <laughs> oh, it was some sort, like the hottest day of the year was called the Ox Day or something. Ah, and of course. Th- then you eat the eel to replenish your vitamins. Anyway, they've made the energy drink. It's the eel drink. The eel drink. It's called Unagi Noboru. You can drink your eels now. Yes, you can. It's got the extract of eel head oh, and bones. Yummy. Plus five essential vitamins. Sure. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Drink this and you'll apparently live forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for you. And uh-huh. it's much cheaper than buying the overpriced eel that well, they yeah, have. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, Are you going to try it? I'd like to try it, but I don't know where. I've not seen it in the stores. Really? Okay. So coming soon, perhaps. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I'd like to try it. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll probably stick with my iced tea. <laughs> and the the other exciting item on our in our food corner this week has to do with uh, tofu. That's right. Well, yeah. it has to do with soy soybeans, which is tofu is made from soybeans. Evidently, the Asahi Brewery has come up with a new diet food that they've made from soybeans, oh. and it's a kind of protein, and it will stay in your stomach longer. So it will help to reduce hunger pangs. Oh, really? Yes. So it acts like kind of a like a diet pill. Yeah, diet yeah. A, a diet food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what it looks like to me, it looks like uh, it looks like tofu, mashed up tofu. Mashed up tofu. Yeah, I guess you put it into I don't know spaghetti sauce or <laughs> <laughs> soup stew. Put it into your Parmesan cheese shaker. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Put it on top mm, of your spaghetti. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, supposedly it's a it's a diet food and it will help you to lose weight. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's a brand new thing. It's brand new. It's on sale now. No, they are still studying it, but they hope to release it soon. They're just still studying it, uh, just to make sure it's not going to kill you, and to make sure that it's it does what it says it does. Ah. So, so they, maybe they just made the whole thing up. They, well, they're feeding it to rats right now, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> they're seeing if the rats are going to lose any weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they should put them on those treadmills, too. That'll help. Because <laughs> nothing worse than a fat rat. Fat rat. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting. Right, we'll look forward to that. I, you know, we'll, We hope it works, and uh, soon everybody will be eating nothing but uh, mashed up tofu. <laughs> 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 and just uh, mm, losing, losing all, that all weight. the weight yeah. that they want. That'll be yeah. good. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. All right. Well, let's move right along right. to the highlight of every Planet Japan show. Of course, we're talking about Dick of the Week. Okay. Yeah. This week's Dick of the Week honor goes to an Australian uh, preacher. Okay. Yeah, I guess he was pretty popular down there. Right. Down under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, one day he announced to his uh, congregation uh-huh. that... Uh, he had cancer. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it was very sad. Yeah. It was pretty obvious. You know, his hair was falling out and he was throwing up. He was really sick. Right. He went and uh, wrote a song about it called Healing. Oh. It became very popular. Okay. Everybody started uh, giving him money. The cash was pouring in. Right. To uh, to the church. And uh, so you can imagine how surprised everyone was recently when he announced that, uh, golly gosh, I uh, don't really have cancer. I just made that up. Right, and so the, how did he lose his hair? <laughs> well, he was actually sick. His hair was was falling out. He was throwing up uh, right. and so forth. Right. But uh, turns out it wasn't cancer. Right. But what it really was was so embarrassing to him that he just felt he had to make up the whole cancer story. Uh, I see, yeah. and this was? Uh, well, he was kind of into the whole porn thing. <laughs> so porn made his hair fall out. He was addicted to porn. Yeah. Oh. And he says that because of the, the shame of the addiction of porn, the right. porn addiction, <laughs> it caused his hair to fall out and uh, he made him really sick physically, physically manifesting itself. It just seems to me like if you're into the whole porn thing and, and you're losing your hair, you're just not doing it right. <laughs> you you got to refine your technique, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an odd story. It's, it's a little bit disturbing. It is, Yeah. yeah. But he has confessed his uh, his sin, well, and his uh, flock uh, apparently has forgiven him. So uh, all oh, is well that ends well. well. There you go. Yeah. That's the that's the Christian way. That's but he awesome. is he may be in trouble with some of the uh, law enforcement authorities <laughs> <laughs> for the deception and the money and all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he's just uh, watching the wrong kind of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maybe he, he needs to examine a different genre, one that doesn't make your hair fall out. Uh, his name is uh, Michael, and then he has a really long, funny name. But we're just going to call him Michael. Okay. Yeah. We don't want to embarrass him any further anyway. But, yeah, he's our dick of the week for uh, telling people he had cancer when he was just really into the porn. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't uh, lie about things like well, I hope cancer. He's, yeah. yeah, I hope that it, it, it is disturbing, and I hope that he can, you know— Get well. Work it out. I hope his hair comes back. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Nothing worse than a a bald porn addict. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on that note. (laughs) On that note, that's this week's Dick of the Week. Congratulations. Yay. 
So anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check out the show notes, the lovely show notes over at planetjapan.org. Okay. And if you want to send us a message, we're at planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And we'll close out the show tonight with a great uh, tune, a jazz tune from a Japanese group called Tremolo 55. The name of the tune is Korone. And, of course, it's brought to you courtesy of our friends over at jindies.com. Be sure to stop by to check out some great Japanese music. Okay. So thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care.
してくるから」